0: What's up, guys? Welcome. You're listening to the Voices of the Black and Gold. I'm Nick, your host. We're here with Celso. Eric will join us in a little while. And we're all back on Spaces. We're doing this after the Open Cup. A disappointment, and I will repeat, a disappointment game from the guys at the Open Cup. Again, at Carson, just getting smothered. Um, and uh, we figured, why not? Do a Spaces. Let everybody come in, voice what they have to say. That's how this whole Voices of the Black and Gold got started. Uh, so we went back to our roots. And uh, yeah, that's what that's what we're doing. Um, I'm going to get started. For me, this game was, as I said, an absolute disappointment. The guys did not show up. Um, this is going to be the first time this year that I've said that I after they uh, Carson scored on us, i seen the guys put their head down. They looked like they were d- disengaged. Uh, I didn't see any hustle out there from a lot of people, not until after the game was over. And then you see a scuffle. Um, look, man, I love the heart after the game if you have fought the whole 90 minutes, but you didn't. And so I don't need to see that after the game. I want to see it before. Uh, I want to see it during the 90. And it was disappointing of how bad they let us down. It feels to me that we do not show up for derbies. It feels to me that the team is not—it's not stressed how much these games mean to us as supporters, and it feels like a letdown when we watch these matches, and it just cannot happen, you know. Um, if I have one thing to say about Adolo, uh, I've been on Dolo's side from the very beginning. I am still all I still like Dolo. I still think he is great at second halves. So one thing that disappointed me about yesterday, uh, and it will be my only critique of Dolo that I have for him so far, is that. He has said in Germany that their derby, uh, he won't even say the name and how bad it was. And yesterday when he came to the thing, it was just like, yeah, it was a bad game. We've had a lot of... And it was the first time I felt like disappointed with the way that he has talked to the uh, press. It was just the first time that I was like, oh, bro, why didn't you just... Why didn't you sort of go after it and be like, yo, I'm yeah. sorry for the fans. You know what I mean? A little butter, right? That, yeah, that's I know. that's, that's it, where I was on that. It, it
1: felt a little dry to me.
0: Too. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I sort of want to run this. I want to, I want everybody to come in, say what they want, and then we're going to move on to the next person. That was my spew for this little bit. Celso, so you're up, and then raise your hands. Yeah, and we're going
1: to get to you. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, to me, I think you touched on a couple of things. Uh, we saw very anemic team and uh, I also saw a team that was probably not the aggressor for the first time in this series when playing in Carson and I've always said that we've, we keep winning the XCO battles, having more chances having more clear chances than Jonathan Bond or someone you know ends up being a a, a big hero and taking the game the other way, sometimes Chris Pencil did that with the last one right, we all know how to win it ended, but at the same time, this time, it looked like it was completely the opposite. Um, maybe it was Columbus. Maybe it was the travel and the energy that was spent in this game that made this team come very flat. But it also is my critique. You know, How do you use your players knowing that you have a very big cup game coming up? And then the last thing I'll say is this. This is a cup game and treat it as it, as it right? Not only are you playing uh, your rival in their house, but you're also playing a single elimination game, and I think that was also taken a little bit too casual to me as a fan, which I was yesterday in the game, and I had a great time. I saw the fans once again come in and take over, you know, one eighth or whatever the stadium, and how much we had there. It looked like it was more even, and you know, I saw fans that were singing and having a great time, regardless of the product on the pitch, right? And I was not happy about that because. Again, the product on the pitch was the worst I've seen since um, they started playing this year. However, it's been decreasing and it's been getting worse every single week over the last five games. So over the last five games, we are maybe a top eight team in the West. And the record shows for that. Now, we've played some some harder teams and teams are establishing themselves. You know, everything reverts to a mean, man. But at the same time, every time we seem to play the quality opponents – we are not really ready for it, right? So, um, how good are we? Maybe it's what we were uh, predicting from the beginning of the season, which is we're probably going to end up fourth and fifth in the West, and that's going to be a little bit better, but not great, right? That's where we were all before the season begun. That's kind of where I am after this game, and, uh, you know, I do want to let everybody else talk, and, and, and you know, we could keep talking a little bit more deeper into some of the stats and, and, and some of the things, but... The LA Galaxy were the better team. They played really, really well. They were solid uh, for most of the game. Um, And our injuries keep happening in crucial moments and taking us out of the games, man. And uh, whether it's, uh, you know, it's fate or whether it's just our luck, you know, you name it. But at the end of the day, it's really interesting that this keeps happening in this setting under these lights, right? No matter the circumstances. So right uh, no yeah, i agree there, man. i agree so anybody out. that
0: wants to talk raise your hand and we want to we want to go to your
1: uruguay part. let's go let's keep yeah. going yeah because you should just give people some mics bro like we used to do right there you go i just
2: made him on the speaker Yep. No. all right what's up,
0: what's up man
2: Gaston. on Hey, how are you doing, guys? It's a pleasure being here back on the Spaces. Well, what do
0: you think, man? What what did you think about the the game yesterday?
2: Well, um, honestly, uh, I could talk about that game for for a long, long time. I'm not intending to do it because I know that you have a lot lot to do. Um, I just wanted to highlight some key points. I don't know if it's because the group is mostly, well, not mostly, but some of the guys are new to this team, but it seemed like they didn't understand what was being played. Like, it's not only the um, round of 16 of the Open Cup. It's the the fucking derby that you're playing. You're playing for the club, for the city. You're playing for the pride of your your franchise, which has been... um, Unfortunately, on the shadows of, of the Galaxy, um, because let's be realistic, they've won the, the the MLS a lot of times. They are historically perhaps the biggest team in, in the league. So it's not a normal game. It's not like you're playing Cincinnati. You're playing the Galaxy and you got to win and or at least you got to try. And I feel like they didn't really try. And uh, that just disappointed me because I thought that these guys, Ilje, Acosta, uh, Hollingshead, that they were bringing some different energy to the team, but I felt this dead motivation uh, that we had with Bob uh, through the last uh, two years, perhaps. And uh, I also wanted to to say that perhaps this game... uh, was the final resolution for those who doubted or who didn't want Chiellini to come to LAFC. Uh, as said in the chat, uh, Chiellini isn't going to be our savior. Chiellini isn't Jesus Christ. I mean, he is uh, 38 years old. But one thing that I'm sure that guys bringing to this team <laughs> is um Motivation. He's a leader. I mean, there's a reason why he is the Italian national team's captain. Uh, and,
1: That's
3: right.
2: And uh, so what you're
1: saying is that we're gonna get a fifth coach, right? So another body there between Dos Santos, Razov,
2: wow. and, uh, and Dolo. Yeah, and I mean, Italy. Uh, Italy reminds me a lot of Uruguay, uh, like. Chiellini is a really passionate guy and hopefully he can uh, translate that to, to roster. I mean, I, I, perhaps you remember that play um, in the Euro, Euro Cup final when Chiellini grabbed Saka uh, from the shirt to stop a counter-attack. Well, that's what Blessing should have done in the second goal. And Those are things uh, in Spanish we say Vivesas, like those those tricks that that this roster or that these players don't seem to understand or don't don't seem to have uh, in their mind. That the, the same thing happened with Ginela in the Concacaf Champions League final. Like th- you gotta stop those counters. You take the yellow and you move on. But th- those are like. Yeah, I agree and I,
1: I thought we were doing that earlier. On, we had these games where we were getting six or seven yellows, right? Like you were saying and stopping the, you know, and I thought Elias Sanchez was this person, but now he's become more of this refined passer that just comes like the ball pin pinball, balls off him and he's off, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. So, um, you know, and, and and to your point, you're right. They didn't show up to a to a, you know, a, a game um that is for a cup, but most importantly, uh i believe it was eric that said this earlier like when we play carson no matter what it needs to feel like a final every game when we're in their place just so we walk away with a victory outside or in in their stadium like no doubt man they need to go in there and play all the time and they just don't ever show up tony what's up man
4: what's up guys time no talk
0: yep how's it going man
4: pretty good pretty good um I want to touch on Uruguay's point about the new guys coming into to the derby. This isn't their first derby game; they've played. We've uh, played them a few weeks ago, so they should be used to the host, the hospitality that we had right there. And then also the the coaching decisions, like taking out Opoku, who came in as a self Like, I didn't, I didn't understand that. And then you bring in a center mid. instead either. of gonna bring in, you know, bringing in a forward. I mean, if that was the case, you should have taken off Fuentes or
1: or or Ilie, and then brought in Janella. Absolutely right. I thought the the substitutions were were awkward at the very least, and I didn't understand them. And maybe it was the pressure of the moment. But you're absolutely right, Tony.
4: Yeah, and then I, you can even see Opoku the way he just walked off the field, of the, like you know that like kind of like brings the morale at least within the player down. Like, and why and not heart... bring
1: your second DP right off the bat then, right? Um, exactly. Why wait? why wait? And 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 now now we start talking about value of players. There's been so much chat about how. DPs don't, you know, they are—they're oh, not good. But I think they decide the games, and you know, you saw last night. Exactly, and I still think we're
4: playing Bob Bradley football, just because I still see the forwards rotating all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why Chicho needs to go on the wings. He's not a winger. He's the number nine. Just leave him in the center. Let Rodriguez, let Vela, let Opoku, let them run the wings. And then Musovski just looked lost the entire night, the
0: entire time. Yep, yep. yeah, he looked, get, he
1: looked he lost. He started too, right?
0: Yeah, he started, and I, I I questioned that. It made it made no sense for me. I, I was not a huge fan of it. It's either Opaku or Brian. At From that an point. analytics
1: standpoint, I could see it because he has one of the highest and you know non penalty. Goals and assists combined of the entire team. So what that means is he's been actually the most efficient, uh, you know, uh, offensive player we have. You know, analytically he's been better than all of them, right? And I'm talking about the ability to assist others and score yourself. Again, I don't know the fact that he's still playing among the three, right, is concerning to me because he should always be the spark off the bench as. The option, yeah. you know, ask someone to change the pace, and then right. also with
4: Ibeaga playing right back. Like, I mean, he's not a right back, let's be honest. No, I mean, he's not. If you not. have, if no, you have Escobar not. and Hollingshead on the bench, play one and then sub the other. If you don't want to play in the full, game. I agree with that
0: too, yeah, but but Escobar, was Escobar wasn't on the bench.
1: No, Escobar was completely
0: shot. Our he was not even on defender. the. He was not even on the on the um on the list. And what's crazy is he wasn't also on the injury list. So that sort of threw me for a loop. Uh, G Money, what's up, man? Let, let's hear let's hear your thoughts.
3: Uh, hey, how's it going, man?
0: Uh, what's up, buddy?
5: Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, thanks for having me on <laughs> again. Um, so uh, yeah, obviously last night was disappointing. I think we've overrated this team quite a bit, uh, and we're Aww. all built up on the height. I'll break it down for you uh, because I was actually looking at it and thinking about it. Um, All of our wins, seven out of the eight wins in the league uh, Colorado, eighth place, Miami, 10th, Vancouver, 14th, Kansas City, 13th, Cincinnati, 11th, Minnesota, 9th. So, as you can see, most of those teams are dog shit. So, uh, are we really that good? Um, And then plus the whole Carson thing, or Galaxy, I call them whatever you want. They own us right now and for the past couple of seasons until we win a trophy. So I'll just say it as is. Um, I think the rivalry needs to, needs to cool down a bit because we're not up for the challenge. Um, sounds good uh, when Dola talks about it with the fight and everything, but unfortunately the fight comes after the game but we already lost. So uh, there's that. Against Galaxy, we have three wins, five draws, seven losses. So that's not really looking in our favor. Yes, we beat them in the playoffs and there's that picture of Ibra with his head down. It's irrelevant if we don't get a trophy um so there's that and yeah and i think tony mentioned it uh bob bradley ball is still around um so totally is. yeah <laughs> yeah so it, it kind of it's that's kind of scary so with I just the, think man, we, the know, man's spirit still in the building yeah it's still
1: floating there so
5: maybe dolo's
1: texting bob on the side well it's the 433 right they're both committed to the 433 and 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 is it the tweaks? Because like you know everybody's like, oh, oh I, don't, I don't I don't I don't want to. Is hear that, that really that. what the tweaks are all about? Like hey we're gonna play the same style ball, right? We're just gonna plug in Ilya Sanchez where I All our right, well to, to
0: be fair, they said that the the style wasn't changing, so
1: we knew that it was gonna be the same. I, that, right. That's this the fairness and and.
0: You know, I mean, look, man. I see where y'all are coming at, and I see where you're going with it. But it, we knew that it was going to be the same four three three. We sort of knew that, right? So it's really the, of the the pivotal style players, of absolutely. Yeah. You know, and and then they what we asked for is veteran players, and they went and got that. So you know, we, they actually got things that we wanted. It's just now we have injuries, and then we have DPS who you know aren't here, or we have a DP who doesn't really play that much, or doesn't really show up for you know derbies which is the conversation that we need to have that i'm surprised not really anyone's brought up including myself i mean that is a big deal the, uh, our main guy vella walked off 15 20 minutes in the middle of a derby you know what i mean like it, it's it's crazy bro uh jonathan what's up man
6: hey what's up boys hey i'm here at work so i've been trying to pay attention but i haven't been able to catch the whole show and uh that's okay. I end up having to run here i just wanted to uh Pop in, support the show, and maybe help y'all vent for a second because I'm sure y'all are as irate as I am right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I seen your I seen your. I seen your tweet yesterday, and I thought it was actually brilliant. And I know I got a lot of likes on it, but uh, let's hear your take on what you seen yesterday. From the lack of what you seen yesterday.
6: Well, I, I mean, we didn't see a whole lot yesterday, right? I mean, it was as inept and tepid and lifeless as this offense could be. It was infuriating to sit there in the stands for, gosh, the seventh or eighth time. Now I'm losing track of how many times I've thrown money at Dignity Health Sports Park just to leave (laughs) empty-handed. You know, it's it's infuriating from a fan perspective as much as we have, you know, personally spoken to players about this and, you know, witnessed the 32:52 speaking to players about this, telling them how important these games are to us and what it means to us. Uh, and then we show up with the kind of lineup we saw today. It's just, uh, it's just unacceptable.
1: I agree, I agree, man. You know the, the,
6: the lineup, good. huh? So you had
1: beef with the lineup, which, you know, to me it was. It's. It's. It, someone told me like when I saw that lineup, who was it? It was Vargas, wasn't it? When I saw the lineup, I knew immediately we were gonna lose. And Vargas, we never hear from you, my man. Well, you know, maybe you want to say a couple things today because. I, I, it's it told me that we were still kind of trying to figure things out signing christos tomo you know in the middle of the week for him to go to columbus right all that death that we praised three weeks ago and suddenly here we are i don't know <laughs> it feels felt to me selling king moon one for a handbag uh you know a couple of uh bags of money was not necessarily a good move if you knew you were no. going to have some right back that this year. No,
0: and he moved, and now he's called back up to the national team.
1: Look at him. Yeah.
0: Uh, you could have up, given him uh, some more support. Yeah, so we, uh, you know, we did a show with uh, We Are Austin TV. They're in here now. He has his hand up. Let's hear what he has to yeah, say. They got, they got the Galaxy coming up, right? They, they do have, the have Carson. They
7: have out. Carson coming up. What's up, man? What's up, boys? How y'all doing? Well, I mean, I'm sorry. I know y'all are doing bad, but... Uh, thank, ah. you, thank you for <laughs> having me on. I just Ohio, got, Ohio yeah. made
1: us feel better between uh, you know y'all, y'all's game and then this thing that we saw. I mean, apparently <laughs> weekdays are just not a good thing for us.
7: I have one not question. I have one question mm-hmm. for you guys because I was watching the game last night. Um I was a neutral obviously. I wanted Carson to play one hundred and twenty minutes so they can come into our match very tired, obviously, right? Uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, Chicharito, you know, looks like he's getting back in form, got a goal. But I want to ask the LAFC fans in this Twitter space, and hopefully y'all can come in and uh, uh, request to speak after I, answer this, after I ask this, this question. And my question to you guys is, after Bob Bradley left with y'all's new coach, what is y'all's style of play? What's y'all's identity? Because yesterday, when I saw Vela go off the pitch, LAFC just looked like a bunch of chickens running around with their head off. Now, I'm not trying to diss LAFC. I'm not trying to come after y'all in a negative way. I'm just trying to say, if Vela no, goes, if Vela so. goes, what is your style of play? What is y'all's identity? You know what I'm saying? Because me speaking from an Austin awesome FC point of view, it's clear what our coach wants to do. Whoever's on the field, it's clearly a wolf ball, come out from the back, start with the goalie, build it up slowly, right? But LAFC, serious question. What is y'all's identity? Thank you guys for having me on. This yeah, space man. is lit. I, I, so I can see something about that.
1: I, I feel like, first of all, we, we shifted the identity in the last couple of games where we decided we wouldn't cross, on the, uh, cross the ball in the box anymore. I think against Austin, you're absolutely right. It didn't feel to me like the team had an identity or started doubting its identity and expressing itself by just crossing the ball into the box without any any purpose. So um, I'm still kind of trying to understand because we are trying to move on from essentially what we talked about, this 4-3-3 that Bob Bradley has established with rotating forwards to something new that we're starting to realize that we don't know what it is yet right? He's like, do we cross 40 times into the box like we did against Austin? There's absolutely nothing about Austin's defense that favors us doing that kind of play and then going into Columbus and suddenly saying, we're just going to sit the fuck back. And then just yeah. wait for forty-five minutes, and then just cross like six times and, in the and, box, right? And, I mean, and to be fair, we, we forty-five and, and, to six. What the fuck happened, right? So yeah. Do you, you answer, it, man? I have no idea. <laughs> Next.
0: And to be fair, and to be fair, we talked about we've been talking about this the last three uh, episodes on the show, right? Like when we even had Austin on when they left, we said we don't really know because we, we have a valid list. identity. We we switched it, it up. We mm-hmm. were an attacking team for a while, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then now there's been a sample of three games where we have more sit back yeah haven't been the ones that want to control the possession and then we try to counteract them so to answer your question we are still trying to figure that out with dolo um we thought we were going to still continually be an attacking team but it doesn't seem like that it seems like we are now starting to sit back and be a second half team and just accept it um that isn't shot creators, not, right? That isn't something that I want. That shot? isn't something I want. I, I'm not that. I don't like that. But that's how it feels. Uruguay. What do you think, man? How could you answer that question?
2: Um. Well, I, I think that I'm as, as confused as you guys, cause um, I think that um, we started the, the the season as a more possession team, and uh, as the season has been uh passing we've we've changed to sort of a counter attacking no possession no relevant possession because uh, I mean I think that yesterday when the first half ended we had uh, the possession but it was irrelevant because we didn't create a single shot on goal. So uh, I, it, for me that's useless that's bullshit. but the thing is, we we don't we don't seem to have a attacking plan, because the de- the defensive plan um, seems to be like Ilya sits back uh, n- next to or in the middle of the defense, and uh, then everyone like shit like <laughs> sorry because it it's hard to explain because I don't think that I even have a certain idea, but. Like, yeah, What's old, going
1: on I'm... in our midfield? Start there. <laughs> what? What's going on? What? What? Who, who does what? And, and <laughs> who's responsible to connect with who? Like, Cabral had a buddy with him the entire game, right? Yeah. He had this person that he could back, you know, go right off the bat. Whereas, like, Carlos Vela was just disconnected. Whereas, like, Murillo is trying to feed, uh, um, you know, uh, Ticho Arango the entire game. I'm like, who, who plays what? Well? What is the point of the midfield if you guys are just going to, like, send the ball out or try to go with Ibe Abe as your right back? Ends <laughs> up with 47 touches on the ball.
2: What's going on? The
1: thing with... The guy in the team.
2: Yeah, but the the thing with yesterday's game uh, in the second half mostly, I mean, I I, I tweeted at uh, halftime that the game didn't didn't seem to be um, pretty winnable. I don't know if that's right uh, for us, but I didn't think we had a real chance of winning because, I mean, we were playing with no, Acosta. not when you look,
1: make Cabral look like an all-star.
2: No, no, no. Not when you make what Cabral look like he did. <laughs> Cabral was like an right, all-star game, man. A right-footed midfielder playing as a left-back. And then you've got Ibiaga, who may be the least technical player, maybe alongside Murillo, playing as your right-back. Then uh, y- you have uh, this, this problem that I found. Sifu has, uh, aside from the goal he scored against Columbus, which was lucky, I mean, he has been pretty irrelevant in the um, in the build-up, in, in my opinion. I'm not the stats guy, and perhaps the stats tell uh the, completely the opposite, but I, f- I think that recently he hasn't been playing at his best level, and uh, we don't have any other really potentially creative midfielder because, yeah, Ilya makes some good through balls. He can put you in a good position. But he is like the the midfielder who plays, who sits deeper. So Mm -hmm. you can't expect Ilya to do the defensive work and the the creation work. This is why I I wanted him to be a
0: 10,
1: to be very honest,
0: man. Yeah, it's way way too much. It's too too much of a load. And then when when Palacios went down, because normally it's Palacios and Ilya that are, are facilitating the ball the most. Um, You've seen that it was just way too much for Ilya. It was like, he, it was almost like he, he was trying to do it all on his own. Uh, Pablo, him. Pablo what's up, man?
8: Hey, guys. Um, I know everybody is not in a, in a good spot right now. I've been having a, a really rough day. Um, been talking with a lot of fans. Honestly, I received some messages, calls. I mean, with a bunch of people, and I have to say, um, it, this is probably the most uh, painful one of all the defeats we have there. I mean, by far. And and the I way heard. a lot of our fans have been, uh, I've been receiving all these messages and talking with other fans, right? And it's it's probably because. It was completely unrecognizable, the team. Like, we always said, well, not always, but at least this season, we've been saying, well, these guys have, you know, like, they, they have attitude, you know, they, they know they can do this. They get the result no matter what. And, and mm-hmm. yesterday was, like, from the very beginning, we have the feeling, and a lot of people told me, mm-hmm. since start started the match, something clicked, we're not going to make it. Because you could tell that these guys didn't even know how to react. I, I tweeted about it. I said, you know, we don't know how the fucking attacked. You know, if we're playing with no balls. Like it's completely out of what we are. And answering the question that um, this guy we from are. Austin was, was talking, um, the thing is, we are a possession team. And proof of that is that even that match against Austin, we won the possession even that match that we lost. The only time we lost the possession, I haven't seen the stats from this game. I don't even – I haven't even want to open that It's it very close,
1: 50-50, but it, uh, it, we, yeah. we still kind of dominated possession like 55-45, yeah. right? It, it wasn't 75, 70-30. Yeah. As I asked the coach, hey, coach, is this the way to win? Like, just don't have the ball. Just don't have the ball at all. And then just get the ball and score. Well, said, no, nope, got to be balanced.
8: So, so the only time we lost the possession – was against Orlando and we won that game. So that, which yes. to me means, yeah, we do have an identity. We know what to play. It's, it's not like acting like, well, Austin always knows we, what we, to do. We, but the they also was the same position thing sometimes, off. you know. But we are still a possession. We are attacking team, yes. But the point, and this is what I'm gonna get right when I have in my episode uh, with, with Julio Chiva Mayor and with Louis in Spanish, we. I was complaining and they were not agreeing with me. That was saying, I kind of feel, I start getting worried about the situation. I listen when, whenever our coach is saying that we are not disciplined enough, it sounds to me they're not listening what they're, what they're not listening to him, you know? Yesterday, what I hear in the interviews is we didn't play like a team, but Bella said it, Ely said that thing, and also, Once again, he said we were not disciplined enough. What? To me, that sounds like well, maybe it's not about the idea. It's the fact that right now the players do not completely trust the coach, and they're not listening to the coach, and they are trying to do whatever the the hell they want. And the moments they feel pressure, they they get some results by you know going out of the way that out of the plan. But I think this yesterday was too much. From the very beginning, we were not doing what we supposed to do. We didn't play our game at all. And to me, it, I'm starting getting worried about the situation between Dolo. And I know Nick, you love him. I am saying as a person, I love the guy. I want him to succeed so bad, so badly. I want him to, to be the best. But I start having my doubts about how much can he convince the players. To listen to him and do what has to be done in order to play the style that he wants them to play.
1: Well, I think it's I think it's shifting. I I, I literally do. I understand it's still being built up, but you're right. I
0: I, I understand the... and I completely agree, man. Listen, um, to to even your point, even in the in the crew game, the first five minutes they had that. I mean, we are starting slow. We are really coming out of the gate, not not being. Um it seems not feeling like we're they're ready to start right. the game. Man. It, it's crazy. Uh, but look, we have a lot of people in here that are ready to talk, man, and anyone else that wants to speak, please put your hand up. Um I'm go- I got Pookie and then we're going to get to Justin Bank and Andre. Uh, Pookie, what's up,
3: man? Hey, what's good? What's good everybody? Um tough tough day, right? Tough day. Um me and Paulo talked earlier today and I I told him about a little story. And those who know a little bit about baseball, we go back, you know, the rivalry between Boston Red Sox and Yankees. One guy that I looked up to a lot was Pedro Martinez. We both had the same color, same same everything. He can never beat the Yankees. Just couldn't. Don't know why, he just couldn't. So what he did one day was in the conference was he goes, hey, take my hat up to them and call him my daddy. And from that day on, it was every time he went to Yankee Stadium was like, who's your daddy? You know, yeah,
1: <laughs> remember that. Who's your daddy? Yeah, yeah. and everything, right?
3: And, mm-hmm. and 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 now the reason why I go that because at the end of the day, like I told, I, you know like I told a lot of people is I I don't I don't I don't fault the players. I fault myself for for having high expectations about this game. There's it's not a rivalry. It's not. It's it's not. It's a rivalry between fans. That's different. Maybe we should be playing yeah. our fan base against their fan base, and and no, I think that's that'll fair. be a better outcome. That's because fair. every time we go like, okay, we, 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 put all these scenarios, right? Look at myself. Okay. I, I went into work at three in the morning to get my shift done, get everything out. And, and yeah, I still saw my boss there at the game. I said, Hey, I finished my route. Like, don't give a shit. Yeah. I, I even had a conversation with Jonathan. Everybody has a, a nice mood. Like everybody's feeling like, Hey, this is the time. This is the time. Yeah. And. Is The game starts, oh, and um, before I forget, um, many thank you to the head of security at Dignity. They actually did escort me. They actually did help my family and my friends, so um, not all bad at Dignity. Uh, for oh, all, that's cool. Uh, nice. Not all bad. No, we had a good time. Yeah, you know, uh, you not, know a man. lot of my retired uh, police officers, and as long as you treat them right, they'll treat you right. But going back to it, it's just like, I, like I said it, I said it in the chat. Like, no, I, I don't blame no. I blame myself for high, high expectations on something that I thought would matter to somebody else. But it doesn't. It matters only to the fan base. So we need, you know, we just need to look ourselves. But that's in the mirror. not fair, and,
1: right? Is that right? Is it?
3: Is it? Because I don't know, you know, man, when you, because okay, it has so, to
1: mean uh, more to the players. Because I mean, this question was asked of both coaches, man. There has but, to be, and, and and clearly, the opponent, right? Uh, Chicharito's words. Well, you, to you me know, my
3: meant, yeah, you know, my fellow countrymen up in Portland, right? Every time it's yeah. a tough loss, what's the first thing that the coach does? The first thing he does, he always apologizes to the Timber Army, yeah. all the time.
0: I actually think if I, I think you should. I mean, that's just me. No, I, really do. I think he, you mention, he does. He does. He does.
3: And then so we here who we are. So that's why I, I said it. it's like, hey, you know what? Uh, and this is on the business side. It's like, hey, when you buy a ticket, nothing is guaranteed. Yeah. No emotions or no anything. So. And so this is like okay, we we know what we're gonna get. So mm-hmm. you know now now um like me and Pablo were saying, do we really want to go to San Jose now? Like what what are we doing as fans now? That like are we getting our our end result or are we just gonna go have a family trip and eh, you know on the same time there's a little soccer game going on that Yeah, awesome.
1: well that's the. That's the minor league uh, model. You know, I went to Columbus Clippers games, and you know, and who, oh, who cares what's time. going on in the Columbus Clippers? Nobody knows what's going on in the organization. Great time, though. You have great beers yep. with your friends. That's right. But it shouldn't be about that. It should be about, you know, raising and... the game and being more technical than your opponent. And then, you know, playing for bragging rights, they get the best team in the city. And currently, yeah. the Los Angeles Galaxy is the best team in the city, man. Yep. And, you know, it hurts to say it, but and, and on side, we have I'm... the better uh, yep. supporter group, right? 100%, yeah. but at the end of the day, they're the better team. We we yep. got to step up at their yeah, stadium, yeah. No, no, doubt, uh, no
0: doubt. And we got to let, uh, let, let's let them, uh, some other people talk. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I'll I,
3: I leave it with this. Uh, I'll just leave with this is, um, you know, just, you know, you know what you get and you get what you pay for and we did not And That's you right. know, And me and Foot are the ones that been for a year and a half that we want Vela out. Like, I'm sorry. And, and this is a whole nother topic for a whole nother day, but i stick with that like just well don't... it's a topic that has
0: to be really? talked about man so yeah. we uh
3: we want to hear that we want like to hear that conversation
0: so <laughs> um but uh that that is going to be one that we're going to have very soon Pookie, and we'll have you on on monday to talk about yeah. that man. all right um let's hear uh we are awesome and then i'm going to get to the guys real quick what's up buddy
9: hey guys hey thank you so much for uh creating this space and for having us on um I just wanted to highlight specifically, um, I, I do think that it is an attitude uh, and a mentality issue. I think that we have the talent um, and we're clearly showing it offensively. But it, when it comes to uh, defense, you know, the other day I had some time and uh, pulled these stats together. But in 12 out of the uh, 14 goals that have been scored this season have come in the first half. Um, Ten out of those goals or five of those goals have come in the first 15. And the other five of those goals have come in the last 15. That means that we're starting games not in the right mindset, and then we're not heading into halftime with a very strong lead or control of the game, which I know is what Steve was, you know, that's his whole philosophy was having control of the game both in offense and in defense. Um, But I do think that, I think, I don't know if it was Gio or someone highlighted um, in the game against Austin that a lot of teams are just finding the right times to get really high opportunity shots and not really, you know, Putting the 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 priority in having their game, you know, develop. They understand when they have to attack and when they, you know, have the opportunity shots that they need to take. And I think we are just not, you know, taking control of the games from the very start of the games. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that that is a big issue. I think that um, that does come to, you know, the point that you guys made before about Vela. Um, I think it is a thing about leadership. Um, and so, I don't know, I'm, I'm interested to see if this is my second year as a season ticket holder. And, uh, I gotta tell you, I mean, it's, it's very disappointing, particularly when we came in last year and the very first game fellas out, particularly for the whole year. Right. Um, and we come in this year and I mean, I have not seen even off the ball, I haven't seen him make that much of a difference where I'm like, you know what, I'd rather just bring some really young talent from whether South America or the, one of the academies that's going to develop, but that has the heart and has the attitude to want to yeah. win and want to, you know, that's make fair. an effort to display. Yeah, that's right.
0: No, that's, that's very fair. And, 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 and then to your point would be in two years in, you didn't get to see the 2019 one. So you are like, wow, what the hell is up with this Vela guy? And you, being two years, you haven't really been able to see that vela, that left foot. And that's disappointing to even think about. You well, know the the it
1: 19 is, is the poster, right? This is why we yes. became a lot of me. Exactly. Of became, but I'm a CCL. No, exactly. Kind of like, you know, I started following more and the CCL. But, you know, that's that is so, so, you know, if you lit, do some research on what that means when you get scored either late or in the beginning, it's usually coaching or fitness, right? Right. are usually too tired. Or you're not alert, or positioned in a way that you feel the adversary until you know what their tendencies are. So it's either coaching or is it fitness? And I think it's a little bit of both. us yesterday, you know, Vanny and you know the Columbus crew.
0: So thank you for that, Santee. And yeah, then uh, now we point. got uh, we're you. going to talk to Bank. We got Justin and Andre, and then Ivan after that. So what's up, Bank? What's up Sorry about taking so long, man. It's sticking around. Let, let's hear let's hear your thoughts. Uh, I
10: said earlier on a tweet
0: that I don't think it's a
10: curse at Carson. I think it's a mentality. I don't think our players play for the crest. I I, I I was in a chat last night, and I was talking about how I only see a few a handful of players that actually play for the crest, and it's don't laugh at me, but it's Brian, it's Fall, it's Segura, and it's who who else did I say? It's cheeky. Those are the only four players I see that play for the crest no other not bella not not chicho obviously
1: uh uh who else actually, i actually I, I don't what, what what the al- like, i don't uh, think there's Otis, nothing i don't think there's nothing to laugh Kripple, about that for example no, i'm sorry yeah. uh, uh costa and cripple for example what do you think of them in terms yeah. of playing for the I,
10: I i think Kripple, yes but his quality lately has just been
1: questionable Costa, okay.
0: i'm not too sure I can, I sort of agree with you on that. I I, I don't, I don't hate, I don't hate what you're saying. I mean, I really don't, I I don't, I don't hate it. Yeah. You know, look, I I wouldn't have said Brian two years ago or even a year ago. You know what I mean? But he did come back with a different personality last year and ended the, ended the season with a different personality. And I feel like he started this one with one. So I can, I can see why you put him in there for sure. Go ahead. Uh, This, this year's Brian is way
10: different than the previous year's. I agree. I I don't know if it's because he wants to go to Europe or whatever, but he seems to be part of this club, and, and that was something we didn't get for the last I don't know how what is it three years two years, right? Mm-hmm. And okay. a, about Vela, I I don't, I don't think he should be resigned. You don't. I don't think. No, I do not. Okay. As much as I would hate to lose Vela, he hasn't
0: shown us anything. Right. So you wouldn't even sign him on a t- – although it would not happen. It's going to be a DP or nothing. Would you take him on a TAM deal or just on, move on away from I, it? On a TAM deal and then change oh, – I don't know. Maybe change his
10: position. I don't think the winger is suiting him anymore.
0: Understood. Because
10: uh, oh, yeah. look at, look at uh, Sifu. He re- he rarely produces, and that's where Vela could shine in that 10 spot.
1: Are you ready to see him play for with Ace Ace in Houston, with Nagamura if we don't sign him? <laughs> uh, and i'm just be... i I'm, i use houston as an example right but are you ready as a fan to see him play for another team because i guarantee you like three suitors will pick him up immediately i don't know how i handle that <laughs> exactly it's hard touch it's yeah. a hard you know i wouldn't want to yeah. have that that conversation with with this guy that and you know three weeks ago we wanted to like build a statue for that's and, right and, and a lot of us thought that i'm not saying i did but a lot of us did
0: yeah bank thank you for that man i appreciate yeah, you coming you. on here and
1: talking dude we we
0: really appreciate that justin what's up man i know you and andre have been sitting in here thank you so much for that justin come on andre you're next and then ivan go ahead buddy justin nope andre what's up man can you hear me
11: hey what's up guys
0: How's it going, man?
11: Good, good. Uh, yo, before I even go on my rant, I, I just need to be clear. Like, we we lost yesterday. We we were not the better team. That's right. Yeah, the, the, these aren't excuses for y- yesterday. We just gotta own that. But
0: a hundred percent, no, for sure. We're not making excuses. We're just mo- stating facts.
11: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Mo- moving past that, like th- this is the end of a very long stretch for a very tired team that. Up until now, there has been one, at most, two like, oh shit kind of uh, uh, substitutions for the team, and I think this game, it was three of them, (laughs) so I I, I think from the the get-go, I don't understand starting fall at right back, and then moving to Ibahaya, if they didn't think fall was the answer there, I don't know how they thought Raheem Edwards on one wing, and Cabral. Despite his lack of everything else up until this game, his speed is there, and to have very, them coming on both ends, player. especially after Palacios went down, was just it was very questionable. I, Moose, I think is someone that's great to come on in the last ten minutes. He's someone that I feel I is like the Fuentes, where they score a, they score a couple right place, right time goals, and all of a sudden people feel that they have a certain shot somewhere with it. And I I just did not see the purpose in that. I get we're coming off injuries. And as far as the Kellen Acosta thing, you know, he he has pretty much been involved in every game. And he's been asked to play in multiple positions. And you could see it a month ago, how gassed that player is. He can't even complete passes right now. We we need a explains break. Explains why more. he was
1: out after sixty minutes. I was like, "Why are you taking him out?" I'm like, "Wait Yeah,
11: a I, I, I mean I, I still maintain all of our signings were great through the off season, but that that guy is just tired. It, it's not his fault, but to to see Moose out there, the the Janella thing at the end, it just it, it seemed more of like a "Let's get the hell out of here" kind of game yeah, than it did. Than it was it, than it was a, a a real game, and of course yeah. That's always gonna hurt us against the
0: galaxy. Yeah, yeah, and to your point, man, when you know, like at the seventy-minute, when you get those subs, you're like, okay, this is fresh. You know, a breath of fresh air. To your point, like when Janelle and them came in, you were just like, so we're sort of throwing in the towel. Like we're that's we're, what just, we're just said, well, we're they were throwing the towel.
1: and there's thirty minutes to go, and you're throwing the towel against your rival. Like, yeah, yeah, really that, bad. yeah, you better not be but, doing that. But to be fair to Andre, that's, that is how it felt, though, right? It like totally that, felt like you, that. You, you, it it was like, holy crap, w- what is happening right and now, I left you know? literally 10 minutes later. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm out. I'm not going to watch this then.
11: Yeah, it, it, exactly. With that, I, I still maintain that Ibeheye at the right back is probably the, the worst thing I've seen since, since this team's been around that that decision. He was not there. It was it's definitely not present. the game
1: to try something uh, different. No. You know, I agree right. with you there. too. Yeah. Especially when Hollingshead was available. Give Hollingshead yeah. a try then. And if he can't it give was, it a go, then you substitute and you start the craziness. It That's was very right. Re-
11: reminiscent last year where they rolled the dice on the squad thinking, oh, Jeez. if we don't get hurt, we should be fine. And then we got a bunch of people hurt. And yeah. you roll into this game with three healthy wingbacks. And We only dressed two of them, is right. Of,
1: uh, yeah, and, and now he makes you wonder, like, right. so why did you get rid of all the other guys, the young guys like Marco Farfan? I know we got Holly's head left, but that yeah. was then like you know, that was a net, net it, trade,
3: d- right? dude.
0: To your point, so so it would have been so nice to have Farfan right, right then at the end uh, young, promising
1: the guy that had oh, U.S. Bro. national team youth roots, right? That is exactly. you know, crushing it for the deaf people, and, and yeah, like they were. In the verge of becoming better players, and Sorry, there true. he is at Dallas playing like really well. I did not like them. No, uh, yeah.
0: man, Andre, thank you so much, <sighs> brother. I appreciate that. Everybody's crushing great, it. great points, Justin. Let's give you one more try before we move to Ivan. Can you, you, there? Can you boys hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, oh, we can perfect. hear you now, man.
12: Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, uh, so I've been a season ticket holder for two years. Um, I went to about 10 games 2019, so I, I know what this team looks like at the highest, the highest of highs, lowest of lows. Um, and the biggest thing that I've realized is this, cl- this team just doesn't have the talent um, that mm-hmm. it should. Um, the players that we've signed that we thought, you know, in 2022, when we signed them in 2020, we thought they would be easily first 11, easily all MLS, and that's just not the case. Sifu has not developed mm-hmm. to the level that we thought he would be at Pancho can't even get time. Uh, Palacios is the only one where I could actually say that he, he's probably a lockdown starter. Um, mm-hmm. And with with that, I just don't think the recruits that we've gotten in since 2019 have been good enough. Um,
1: yeah, you, all U-20 uh, initiative guys that you named. Yeah, right? yeah, all three. Yeah, U-22, right? Yeah, and, and U-22. So,
3: mm-hmm.
1: Go ahead. Hello. Yeah, no, the U twenty stuff because he, he brings up a really good point. I really. And think Eric the issue was gonna. Is, yeah, Eric brought that up. Uh, oh, there as he well. is. It's just yeah, the squad ahead.
12: depth. We saw this last year. This year.
0: on paper. Oh man, you're breaking up real bad, Justin.
12: Uh, I'll will try to try one more time like five minutes. Sorry. All
0: right, there you are, buddy. There you are.
12: Okay. Yeah, it's fisher. Yeah, so what, I, what I'm trying to say is, is ultimately is is I won't really I can't judge this team until we have our full squad. When it comes down to it, I think the health is the scariest thing. Our team has been struggling with fitness. I think that's scarier than any tactics. I think that's scarier than than any player recruitment. When Vela's right, he's the best player in the league. When he's right, when he's healthy. But he's not the only one that's been injured. Brian's missed a lot of time. Segura's been out for two years. I, I don't see us being better unless our health gets any better. Um, and to answer your guys' question, the yeah. last thing, um, about about allowing Vela to leave, I am absolutely terrified of us trying to replace him. I have no faith in our front office and bringing in the face of the franchise someone that can score 20 goals. I just don't believe that they could do it. They haven't done it yet. You, you do even what you do with kids, th-
1: man. You just give them a better toy. We,
12: we, we, we still can't even get a third DP. We still can't even
1: playing 3d that is my argument from not letting him go because he's serviceable and when he's healthy he's still pretty good yeah and then he's got a friend you know he's got a franchise history with us but you know it, it, the problem is like how do you take this captainship off him how do you make him sort of like a now uh, more of like a complimentary player in your roster right versus like the pivotal player you know the guy that did everything for you two years ago and he's yeah. at that point well,
12: the of- answer the answer is bring someone better than him Bring someone that he's going to say, "Okay, exactly. okay I agree with this." Something with him, He should be the captain, right? And we'll I take think Zibala, should, right? right sure, on. yeah, Sure, <laughs> might might take the captain's armband, but he's not going to give us
0: minutes. He's not going to change. Yeah, you see he's, yourself, so yeah, going. he's touching days. into my he's touching
1: into my heart
0: right there with the Dibala talk. That's what's happening. <laughs> <You> know, <man. laughs> well, I'll, I'll take I'm Dibala saying, any you, day
1: you, over you, here you, at LA. Maybe maybe the Kielini signing is about trying to make a run at at. Uh, maybe Quadrado, like a guy like that, is Colombian and is older and has been a serviceable player. So, Quadrado is 32, 33 years old. So, I have no yes, idea. But... I'm just talking names because I was looking at Japan. So, um,
0: I'm going to let uh, Ivan talk and then soccer, and then I'm going to get to Dolly and uh, Austin. Ivan, what's up, man? Thank you for waiting. Hi. Thank you for
13: having me. I appreciate you
0: holding this space.
13: But I, I'm LAFC all day. I don't care what people say. You you People are going to talk crap all day. After last night, it is what it is. You just got to keep on moving. I'm still going to support this awesome team. But I will say that over the last year, and I think uh, the the Austin fan speaker, he asked what the style was. I really do think it's rope-a-dope. It's very much like all day. (laughs) It's it's very exciting to watch as a fan. It's very exciting to watch as a casual. Uh, I don't think it's sustainable. And you see that with the players getting injured. I'm not going to talk about we should have done this, we should have done that. I think LA Galaxy put their best foot forward. LAFC put their best foot forward, and they won. And I I will say, I I don't know if nobody mentioned this, but that Chicharito play was very, very vile. It was very, very, like, it was out of the ordinary for a player to do that in soccer. You don't Mm -hmm. tabletop people the way he tabletop that. Um, And Palacio leaving, he's obviously
0: a leader and that's yeah. when we, i think we lost the oh yeah the game. that
1: that was like the last shot. oh yeah, yeah. It, it definitely
0: changed it definitely did and look you brought up a point there should be var in that uh in, in that tournament it's unfortunate that it isn't maybe something would have happened with that but it, he still would have been off the pitch regardless palacios uh it was a horrible t- uh, hit that he took or or you know tumble mm-hmm. over um he my wife walks in someone that's not even watching the game was like yo he is like on his head like for a split like he's second concussed. and a half
12: yeah, he is still
0: on yeah, his head it was it was, it was really bad and
1: we hope that um
0: well as lafc people as homers we need him to be back he touches the ball so much yeah, he, he, you know and now
1: he has international break right so like it, it, it makes me wonder if he's even gonna try to go to Ecuador, you know, and so there's right. ramifications for the player as well, right? So you it can really see, you know, does just a bad break, but you know, it's part of the game. I'm sorry, it is no, it start. is,
0: it is, and that's fair. But but to Ivan's point, like it, that was a bad, a bad uh, hit from him. And, and made I, I, not I
1: sure. think that there would have been so much outcry, you know, Chicharito gets a red card, straight red on that play. You know, I think that the referee made a decision and we move on from it, you know what I mean, yeah, you, maybe that's it would fair. have been different. And I don't and think he- LAFC has put their best foot forward, you said a lot of things, right. I've seen better yeah. efforts from that 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 team. And, you know, even maybe in you know, other teams have come into dignity and have handled this other team with their starters. So to me, we the just don't was not there. That's right. The we just don't was there. They yeah. definitely felt like this was a big rivalry. And we were talking, you know, Alex, he was talking this big game. Right. And then suddenly coming in. And then we saw what happened. Obviously. That's right. A lot That's of right. confidence on the LAFC side. A lot of confidence. Like okay, I, you're, you're I go, ahead go ahead and finish up, buddy.
13: Yeah, I appreciate it. I think you just want to finish up with this. I refuse to call Chicharito Chicharito anymore. He's a grown-ass man being called Little, little P. It's just ridiculous at this point. And the second thing <laughs> Is that what he means? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the second thing I'll say, um, our fans <laughs> are, are, are so much better in terms of camaraderie no. and supporting. And the LA Galaxy fans couldn't even find their seats last night. They were just
1: walking <laughs> around the hallway. So LAFC, uh, they were filming us in awe. That's what was happening. Ivan,
0: thank order. you so much for calling and, 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 and chatting in with us, brother. We, uh, we 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 really appreciate that. And we hope that you all, uh you know, you catch us on Mondays, uh the show. And, hey, look, the invitation is open to all of you guys. If you – Make sure you watch our show on Monday or come by and also uh, let us know if you want to come on and, and we'll let you come on and have a chat with us. U.S. Uh, soccer, what's up, man?
14: Sorry, You guys can hear me? We can. can
0: me? Hey, what's going on? All right, cool, man. I, I'm
14: excited to be on this. I'm a big LASC fan.
1: Crazy fella. What's up, man?
14: <laughs> hey, a couple things. Two words for LASC. Sack up. All right. Sack
0: I up. I can agree with sack. this.
14: Hey when you go into big games, like against galaxy or whoever it may be, it's don't expect to play amazing. Do what you've done to get there. But the sack up part is you're going to win every 50, 50 ball. You're going to make it. passes Mm -hmm. are going to be terrible. And I'm okay with that. But a couple things I need from every single player, I need you to get every shot on goal. I need you to win every 50, 50 ball. I, I want you to run through players and get the first card of the game. All right, I love hey, it. Yeah, hey, certain this, things it did not get, happen. Hey, mindset like wise with this with this team, we're soft, we're passive, we're taking on the mindset of kind of who kinda, And I hate to say it because I love him, but we take on the mindset of Carlos Vela a little bit, and that makes mm. sense. Yes, he's he's kind of a di- he's a weird dichotomy because he's a he's a, he backs it up with amazing plays and amazing goals, and, and he's just an amazing player. But his personality
1: is the issue. Yeah, it's so much is talked about personality, but yeah, we see like every time we see, oh, Vela's smiling, we get excited. You know, I mean, th- does he get too much for, uh, you know, personality, and does that get into everybody's mind more than anything else?
14: Right, and uh, and it really, it really does bother me. You know, I, th- this fan base, th- this thirty two fifty two, and just an entire LSE fan base is an amazing set, and with that set, I think the team or, or the fan base deserves a, a captain that kinda of identifies in that role. I agree with that. And I that we, we need we need someone that's gonna go in there and give it their all every game and leave it on the field and like and be and doesn't walk out early at the end of the game. So you know asked, like little things like that are big or massive, man.
0: So it's funny that you said it because I asked um, Illier about the him wearing the armband right so, so and he was mm-hmm. like, oh man, it was just only captain on, yeah yep, only captain on this job on this team is Carlos Vela. We can wear it, but he's the captain. Yeah. So you know, the reason I'm even interjecting on this is because we have been saying this. Uh, we have been saying this, crazy fellow. We 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 literally have been saying the same thing that you are saying right now. And um, we were hoping that this year it was going to be the year because Vela has, you know, some other veterans around and he was going to be like, I'm going to lead this team. But the minute he walked off at the 15 to 20 minute in the derby and could walk off, bro, for me, Dude. it just hey, – Come on, it, I, I go get it, a
1: pretzel and suddenly Vela subbed out. Hey, it, cr- it crushed. Crush oh, hey, I'll,
14: hey, I'll tell you all, man. You have to break my fucking leg for me not to play in the Derby game.
0: I am with you. I'm with you, man. And, that, and that's and how we should that's well, how a captain should be though, right?
14: Think like that.
1: I, that's but, but, that's but how a captain it should it's, be it's, though, right? Set,
14: but the biggest point like I want to make is it sets the tone to the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. Like the, at I'm that point for Dolo and the coaching staff, you're like, Hey, listen, all right, our main guy goes out or or you know, B rod last last derby went out early at that point just get to half if we yep. can get to half at zero zero we can address the, we can make the adjustments we can make the subs to mm-hmm. like you know you know we'll do our part as a coaching staff to make sure we put you guys in the position to succeed right yeah right? but but when 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 the captain is walking off that it it really does bother me and oh uh, and i can move on from that point i do want to add one more point that's really important mm-hmm. um I love Mario and I love fall. I think Mario's really stepped up his game this year. I think his defensive positioning has been fantastic for the most part. His discipline has been good, but, and same thing with fall falls. He's going to be in France soon. They, the kid's amazing, but his lack of awareness behind him, awareness at time, his positioning, body, his body, positioning, positioning, like mm-hmm. he turns his back to, to all the time. And I'm like, every time the ball, like when the ball's in the corner as a center defender, you don't give a shit what's going on in the corner because that's not going to hurt you. It's the mm-hmm. guys making the run in the back door, It's the guys making the run across the middle, those are the ones that he should be focused on. Right. And the fact that there's – that, they're, they're that, coaches, that can be coaching too, man. That can yeah. be coaching and it, how are being asked to play. You know. Well, and I get well, true. And I don't know who essentially takes over the defensive like uh, controls in that sense. Is it Dolo? Is it you know MDS? Or is, obviously it's not Razoff. But and I could go into Razoff all day if you want me to. But I mean. <laughs> Hey, but essentially, I mean, these are. It's easy a trio. Picks, we know that. but 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 also, but with fall, like his head not being on a swivel, I, I can't Chiellini cannot come soon enough because these are little tweaks that he's gonna help kind of help fall and help Rio understand. like the when the ball it's not where the ball is, it's where the where, where the threats are is what you should focus on at all times. And like That's if you if, if you eliminate those threats and you knock them off their paths, like you know, hitting or a, a perfect adjustment to knocking out Chicharito is fucking in the first five minutes of the game. I'm gonna level him right as hard as I can in the middle of the chest because he's a prima donna. He's got everything. He served to him on a silver platter his whole life. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get in his head early, and then I'm gonna and then at any time I he hears my footsteps, he's gonna be thinking about me
1: quick question if crazy Carlos fellow is it. really hurt yeah,
0: crazy fellow brought
1: it let's go Yeah, brought it all and I know we're running out of time but it's real quick if if Bellas is hurt and we saw a twist a walk out at Carson and not play anymore for laFC have we seen the last of Carlos Bella for laFC or you know will he have like a quick exit for example you know essentially if he indeed is really hurt or was this just something that he felt, he you know what I'm good guys just Felt something, and I'm gonna be right back, and back to those contract talks that we were talking about, those big boys, right? Hey, How do you guys hey, feel about that? I think yeah, this good, is a good point, uh, a good way to finish it, hey, hey, one thing I will say about that, I, I wouldn't be surprised. It's a sad thing that we we got to see a Twista walk out with pain, and Carson, right? Yeah, great guy, man. I liked that twist a lot, and we okay. never saw him play for LAX again. And yeah. if if that was the last novella that would be a very sad ending to that story as well. So I hope not because, you know, team history matters a lot to me. And I think it's what makes or breaks the club. And, you you know, sometimes you got to eat it a little bit. And, you know, one by one, we want to make sure these guys are a better place after they play for LAFC. True. Including Vela, man. Yeah, right. I'm with it. I get it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the time, man. Appreciate being I love you. Hey, guys.
0: man. I'll, I'll keep supporting you. And that you. was already my closing spiel also. <laughs> thank, thank you, brother. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate what you said. Um, And uh, Austin, come on, man. And uh, Andre, I'll be right back. I'll be with you right after this. Austin. Real quick,
7: man. I just wanted to, um, you know, the, the talk has been about Vela the last, you know, 10 minutes or so. Uh, I want to ask about one guy, though, that has been mentioned earlier, and that's Chicho. Um, you know, Austin being a new team, this is our second year in. We already poached one striker from Houston, and that's Maxi, and he's been key for us, right? Chicho Arango is a guy that's pretty good for L.A., and I don't understand why he's not getting more PP. I mean, I think Mozowski kind of was – I guess you guys said he was lost last game against Carson. Agree 100%. Every time Chicho comes on the pitch, and when Chicho played against Austin, dude, I wanted two guys on him. I wanted to lock that guy up because he has – He has a certain hunger for goal that you can't teach. And that's, in case you can say, it's from Barrio Football. So I feel like Tito is a great player. He's just not fitting into the LAFC system. Now, I want to, I mean, if you guys have time, if y'all can get y'all's take on it, would y'all mind if Chicho left, or do y'all want to sign him up for maybe two, three more years? Because personally, and also, no, we don't want Chicho's him to. Eye. We don't want
0: him to leave. Yeah, we don't want him to leave. But we're not. We. I, I don't. Well, I'll speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for everybody. I, he's not a DP, um. So we we don't want him as a DP. But uh, this year, no, he has not been to par of what he was last year. I mean, that's just what it is. But he was injured, and then he had COVID, so it was a slow start. Um, but that's, that's really the reason of why he hasn't been what he, what, yeah. he, what he was, you know? Um, remind me the... of that
1: Andre Shineski guy that started, got like rookie of the year, right? Crushed it. And then like just <laughs> fell out of the planet. And then, you know, now he got traded. So I hope that's not what ends up happening to him.
0: Yeah. Me either. Uh, Andre, what's up, man?
11: Hey guys. Eric
1: in the house too.
11: So, uh, one thing I didn't get to touch on was that a a lot of the newer fans, if they haven't gotten to experience Eddie Segura, Eddie Segura was the person that bailed us out of everything after Walker Zimmerman left. I can't wait to see Segura with Mamadou Fall lined up together. I'm so stoked for Chiellini, but I, I don't want the fans to forget all that Eddie Segura was to us in that back line. He was the last line of defense, and... He's nothing but incredible for us. That uh, that was one of the things I just wanted to drive home for people. And just a quick two cents on Vella is that like he is who he is. And if people don't know who he is, like that 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 is what we had signed up for with him through through the good and the bad. If people are expecting a a rah rah cheerleader at, at with production as well, it's just never been who he is. I I do think it's important that we re-sign him for the sake of our franchise and for us going forward. It's gonna show a lot to free agents. It's gonna show a lot to the MLS, how we treat the people that have been there and and that have laid the groundwork for what things are. Of course, that production still needs to to be there. But even this year when he wasn't scoring goals, he was the person divvying the ball out to everybody up front. So as much as it can be frustrating at times, I, I. (laughs) is pissed off as everybody probably was to see him walk off yesterday like like the the guy still does can contribute up front and when he's in there everything does does go in and out of him he's shown a lot with assists he's shown a lot with developing the the season and the little that he's played and hopefully he can carve out that role in the attacking mid if that that speed's just starting to go away but I I I do hope that uh, everything does work out for the injury for him
0: no that's fair that's very yeah. fair um eric what's up man i see that you're finally in here when we're well, i'm here we're coming I'm to, an end. We're coming yep, to yep. an end we've been on here for an hour but we're not going to leave without hearing from you so why don't you wrap this up and just give your whole spill of what you think about the performance about vela and about all that and then after that we'll we'll end it so let go ahead buddy so
15: yeah this is still kind of an emotional hot take so just everybody kind of you know some of this I might want to walk back in a couple of days, but for now, kind of the the blood's still boiling a bit. And what I saw was the same thing I've seen every time, which is a team that goes in not prepared to do battle, you know. And of all the matches, you know, it, I kind of saw this day with a, you know, Vela's press conference, what so frustrates me me with that is you know he makes it sound like it's just another game and now you know we're gonna get ready for San Jose and uh and that's that and uh you know I I think in some ways like how your leader is is how everybody else is gonna be you know if it's just a game to him then it's gonna be just a game to everybody else uh so kind of the heart the heart of the team is what I'm missing I you know I see some people kind of arguing on the on the Twitter machine today you know what's heart matter is it important but it's really just kind of when your back is against the wall, how do you, how do you react? You know, like the team that showed up yesterday, is that a team that's going to go anywhere at all in the MLS playoffs? It's just not a hard nose mentality. You know, a couple of our guys get hurt and the team's reaction really is to kind of, you know, flop around and complain to the ref about calls, you know, and it's like, man, how come we never hurt their guys? You know, I mean, I know the last game there was a non-contact, whatever. And, not advocating hurting anybody, but I'm just saying, it's like, we, we don't go there with the same attitude that they have. And so it was just all in all super disappointing. The fans showed up again. The fans always show up. And when you see the fans show up and the team doesn't show up, it's a big disconnect. And so, you know, for, for me, um, that's kind of where it is. Our, our attack looks terrible. Um, Chicho really needs to step up his game. I think, There was a lot of hype with him coming in and I just am not seeing it. Uh, Vela's got a contract coming up. I I can understand what Andrew was saying is doing, doing right by players and, you know, kind of say a term, but what kind of contract are we going to get? Are we going to get like a a one and a half year DP and we're going to lock up that DP slot? I mean, it's one thing because we don't have a DP open. So, you know, then, then it kind of is okay. But if we fill up that DP slot this summer and now we have zero DP slots available, you know, are we ready to ride with Vela for another year and a half on that or two and a half years on that, just locking that spot up? He's a great player, but that spot is valuable, you know, and at what level is he really a TAM player and he's not a DP level anymore. So, you know, that's I guess that that's it. That's kind of a hot take, and I, I'm sorry I missed a lot of the show. You guys, work work called me today.
0: No, bro, it's fine. We it was just uh, you know to let everybody do that,
15: and that's exactly what
0: we do. We went around, we let everybody say exactly how they just felt right then, and then uh, or anyone that wanted to talk.
1: And, I heard um, zero hot takes. Everything you said was dead on, and facts. we've been we've been taxing that, and I yeah. I agree. You know, it's just, well,
0: we appreciate, we appreciate everyone Mm -hmm. joining. Um, Listen, uh, we, we have a chat that we talk uh, LAFC uh, private chat. If you, if you guys want to be part of it, hit me, Celso or Eric up will, we'll add you guys in. It's a bunch of uh, LAFC uh, talk in there. So you're more than welcome to join us. Uh, Go to voices of the black and gold.com. Read some of our articles and Mondays, five o'clock. Come and join us, man, if you guys want to be part of it. Send us a, a message and, and, and come in and, and talk LAFC with us. We, we we love it. We enjoy it. We want to hear from all of you.
1: Yeah, um, who's next going to get company. next, right? This guy's on fire. Man. We have to say, man, he does all the heavy lifting, goes after it. He has landed people that I have never even knew it existed for the club even. And, you know, I I can tell you that there's just more coming. I give the guy a challenge. He goes after it, and he gets offended. He's like, oh, yeah? You don't think I can do it? So anyway, <laughs> shout out to Nick for keep landing all the big names. It's all him.
0: Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Yeah, look at me. We work. We work hard behind the behind the scenes, but we want to give you, all you guys the best content for LAFC that we possibly can. <laughs>